Welcome to the Hypothalamic Amenorrhea Podcast. I'm Danny Sheriff, your host, certified fertility awareness practitioner, functional nutrition counselor, and founder of the HA Society, and of course, an HA recovery coach who has walked where you currently are walking. This is the place to come if you care about getting your period regularly. This podcast aims to educate, inform, and keep you motivated on your period and HA recovery track. So let's dive in. But last thing, nothing on the show should be taken as medical advice. So please seek the advice of your physician. Are you listening to this show hoping to get some golden nuggets to help you on your way to recovery? Well, great. I hope that you find them because that is exactly what this show is for. But if you really want to take your recovery all the way, completely commit and get on track with your goals, whether they be finally feeling overall healthy, finally getting pregnant, or finally getting back to training, you'll want to join us inside of the HA Society. Not only is this the perfect community to ask questions and get your support and the accountability that you so often need during these uphill battles with body image and understanding nutrition and incorporating exercise, but it's also a hub of exclusive resources for HAs. All of the HA podcast episodes are released in advance and completely ad-free, so you can listen on the go to the raw, unedited versions, uninterrupted. All of the one-on-one coaching calls, of which we have two a week in different time zones, are uploaded to our private podcast feed so that you can listen to events with practitioners and the past community calls as though they were bonus podcast episodes, because I know how much you love to listen to this kind of stuff. And in these calls, we cover requested topics like overcoming the weight gain fears, communicating with friends and family about our HA, diving into how HA works and debunking the imposter syndrome that so many of us have around this diagnosis. There's also an entire resources section with lectures, workshops, and training from the past events that are hosted by experts like Sarah Liz King, Laura Lyons, Kaylee McDevitt, Holly Dunn, and many more. As a member, you also get direct access to myself and Coach Ashley in the DMs. So if you have personal questions or need individualized advice about your recovery, we're in there answering your questions in the DMs, as are all of our other members in the group who impress me week after week with how they show up for each other. It's incredible. It's like women are just all becoming mini coaches for each other. It's so good. The HA Society is really the place to be if you're going through recovery, no matter what stage you're at, whether you have HA We've got a few recovery periods, we have your back, and we're all your new best friends. So come and meet us at thehasociety.com forward slash join. That's thehasociety.com forward slash join, and the link is in the show notes for you. Okay, on with the show. Hello, ladies. I'm dropping on in here to record a bonus episode. I haven't done one in a little bit. Life has been crazy having a kid is wild depending on the month for sure um and so that has just been taking up a lot of my time plus whoop (laughs) that's a message from daycare right now saying you need to come here and drop off more milk because we don't have enough like dude i don't 
it's not that I don't make enough breast milk. It's that it's unreasonable that I should have to, or that my body should have to, or that I should expect my body to create a full day's worth of milk in advance. At one point, she just upped how much she was eating and my milk supply increased a little bit, but only enough, like the, to the perfect amount if she was home with me at all times. But she's not, she goes to daycare. Hallelujah, I love daycare. I drop that chick off and I dance home. But I don't make enough milk. So halfway through the day, I'm really lucky that I live in walking distance to daycare. So halfway through the day, I have to drop it off. And I did go through a stage. It's so funny this is happening. This is not how I was going to start this episode, but it, <laughs> it works. I went through a stage where I was like, oh, why can't I make enough? You know, other women make so much milk. They have a freezer full of it. And I just, I don't make enough. And my husband's so wise. He was like, um, well, actually, <laughs> you make exactly the amount that you need to make. You know, your body is doing a good job. And it is kind of unreasonable that you should have to make a full day in advance. You know, but that is the choice that we made by doing daycare. So it's okay. And that gave me so much space and freedom so now I, I don't have any feelings about it. I have very few feelings about like being a good mom versus not or whatever. You know, I, I know that's a common thing that women struggle with, but I just don't, you know, we don't have a lot of support here by family. I need to use daycare. I'm not an extremely maternal person. And I don't feel bad about it. And in fact, stepping into who I am and doing what I do best is what makes me a good mom because I'm not you know driving myself into the ground trying to be this woman that like the books and the attachment parenting community and yada yada think I need to be and this it's it's funny because this is kind of what I wanted to talk to you guys about which was holding on to things expectations that you have for yourself and you might not even know that you're holding on to them, right? So, you know, like me, I didn't realize that I was holding on to this expectation that I should be able to do more than is reasonable for my body. And I see this all of the time. Women are holding on to this expectation. Very early on in recovery, super common. I did it too. They're holding on to this expectation that they can recover without having to gain all the weight. Random examples. I had a message yesterday from a member of the society and she was like, I've gained 10, you know, when we last spoke in November, we did a consult. She was like, I've gained 10 pounds since November. It's currently March. 10 pounds ain't that much, you know, and, but she has this very clear, strong belief that 10 pounds is, you know, an insidious amount of weight that should absolutely be sufficient. You know, and it's like, well, have you checked in with yourself on why you think that's the number? Because I'm pretty sure that that's the number because that's just the number that you feel uncomfortable surpassing. That is the number that is a threshold or challenge for you. You need to 
kind of look at that and be like, well, what is it about 10 pounds that is a big deal to me? And it's really quite arbitrary, right? You know, another thing that people could be holding onto is just this idea that, you know, I am doing just the same amount of, you know, life activity as my next door neighbor, right? Keeping up with the Joneses. I I need to make a certain amount of money. I need to live a certain lifestyle. I need to look a certain way. I need to have a certain amount of career success or, you know, whatever it is for you. And these are things that can actually impact our recovery, right? These are micro stresses. These are things that we hold on to that they guide our decisions through the day, right? When your goal is to make a certain amount of money, you're more likely to make a decision that makes you work more or overwork. When you're holding on to looking a certain way, you're more likely to make decisions that cause you to undereat versus eat sufficiently or to exercise versus rest. This is why it's really important to not just, you know, we talk a lot about, oh, what's your why for recovery, right? But we also need to check in with these these biases, these things that we're holding on to, these beliefs. And we really can't step into our why until we've at a minimum identified that we have these beliefs and that they're driving out decisions. Because our these things that we're holding on to, they kind of brainwash us in a way. We don't even notice that they're pulling us in a direction to make decisions that aren't particularly helpful. What if you're an athlete and you feel that you should absolutely be able to recover training um, because you're an athlete, right? And you're holding on to the idea that you can. And there are people who do. But, you know, how tightly are you holding on to this? You guys know me. I'm all about giving it a red hot go. I will sit there with you and figure out you know, what's our plan so that you can continue training, but how do we adjust it to help with recovery? But we can't do that if we're also not willing to say, and what do we do when it doesn't work? And when do we assess if it's working or not? Right? So if you go down a path like that, say it's, I want to keep doing this stressful job and trying to get my, my period back. I want to hold on to not gaining weight and try to get my period back. I want to hold on to training and not get my, and still try and get my period back. Whatever it is, like what are you trying to hold on to? And you know, check yourself. Is it reasonable? Is it measurable? Are you going to be able to objectively look at yourself and say, okay, this isn't working? And are you able to at least begin the process of looking at all of the things you're holding onto that might be holding you back from recovery and saying, oh, (laughs) maybe this is unreasonable. Most of the time when we're struggling, okay, so if I have um, someone in this society or a client or even just someone like on Instagram message me and say, hey, I'm really struggling. I'm trying to get my period back. I've done X, Y, Z. Um, I don't know why this isn't working. I mean, I'll ask them. Well, what do you think it is? <laughs> you know, and they'll say, oh, well, 
Maybe it's because I'm still, you know, doing this behavior or, or whatever. And, you know, it's typically like your intuition is right. And the issue isn't, oh, what I'm doing isn't working. The issue is, hey, I can't let go of, you know, XYZ behavior or pattern. Okay, maybe I'm still working out three three times a week and doing Pilates two times a week. And so, like, it could be that, but it just doesn't feel like it is that. Okay, cool. I get it. I get how it can, like, that can be so much less exercise for you that it feels like it can't, that can't be the thing. So now let's acknowledge that you have that belief and let's consider, is it reasonable? Is it reasonable to say that just because you've gone down from four or five days a week to three days a week of exercise that you should, this like shouldn't be a part of the issue anymore? You know, we need to be always investigating and tends to be investigating our own behaviors and belief system. So that's what I wanted to kind of bring to the table today was ponder what are you holding on to? Are you holding on to recovering and not changing certain aspects of your life? Because I know it can sound unreasonable that you should have to change your life just to have a menstrual cycle. But you know, what's actually unreasonable is the expectations of pressure that it's put on us in this world. That is what's actually unreasonable. And we're just so conditioned to think that everyone else is thriving and everyone else is able to handle this. No, that is not true. I mean, look around. There is an obesity epidemic in this world, right? There is people, you know, doing drugs and women who have eating disorders. And there is an issue in the workforce with people working way too much. And there is an issue with people having poor sleep due to a array of issues such as stress or just poor sleep hygiene. Like all of these are real. And if we are just going to sit around and say, well, no, that's just how life is versus looking at it and saying, hmm, I think something needs to change about the expectations that we have on our life. You know, I just, I just think we need to look at it in a different way. My husband is yelling at me from downstairs. He needs something, obviously. So I hope that this is just encouragement today to say, um, hey, what am I holding on to that might be not a belief that's serving me? That's all I want you to look at. Because there's every chance that you're holding on to something purely because you want to see if you can, right? I just want to see if it's possible. I want to see if I can recover and do this. Like, is that really reasonable? Is that really that great a reason? I mean, you do you, but be willing to put a time limit and measurements on it and be open to the idea that it won't. And, you know, if you were a good scientist, you would also be neutral about the result. If it doesn't work for you, if you can't work full time and exercise a whole bunch and under eat and yada yada, if you can't do it all and have a perfect cycle, 
be open to that being true and saying, oh, okay, so what should I do instead? Rather than holding on to whatever bizarre truth it is that you've decided in your head is the best, is the best way to live. Because it's not the best way to live if you're unhappy with your situation, if you're unhappy with your health, if this is not working for you, if whatever it is that has gotten you into the situation of HA is not working for you, it's time to make a change. Okay, I hope you all have a really good week. I'm going to go and get ready, traveling to California this weekend. Um, So I will speak to all of you guys next week and I hope that you have a really great day. Bye. Hey there, it's me, Danny, and I want to tell you about Temp Drop as a fertility awareness method tracking option. So many of you guys know that we actually recommend the fertility awareness method both as you're going through recovery and 100% after you have gotten some cycles back and you're starting to move forward for the rest of your reproductive years. So Temp Drop itself is a wearable fertility monitor and we love it. It's a wearable device, so you put it around your arm and you can use that instead of taking your temperature manually with a thermometer each morning. So I'm personally a big fan of the manual tracking. All of us at the HA Society are, and that's the method that we use, you know, just using a good old thermometer. We use that with our clients because it's the best way to use it as a diagnostic tool, as a practitioner. And it's also the best way to ensure if you're trying to avoid pregnancy that you don't get pregnant. However, manual temping for many reasons is just not always an option. When you're in the middle of recovery, again, we do recommend manual temping. But once you're cycling, the temp drop is actually a really great hack. So it gives you basically everything you need to effortlessly track your fertility status, like where you are in your monthly cycle. So you wear the temp drop sensor while you're sleeping for accurate basal body temperature readings without the stress of early morning wake-ups. So I personally love this because with a toddler, my wake-up times are all over the place and the occasional sleep disruptions make using an oral thermometer a lot more difficult. So temp drops accompanying charting app enables you to track an array of symptoms alongside your basal body temperature This includes tracking your cervical mucus, if you've been using OPKs, and then it also gives you sleep insights too. So you can combine these fertility signs all in one place, and that will help you identify your fertile window, confirm ovulation, plan for your period. And if you're trying to get pregnant, you know, identify whether or not you are pregnant. So whether you're trying to conceive or avoiding pregnancy, or you want to chart for health reasons, like HA recovery, making sure your cycle is not slipping back in the HA direction. Temp drop makes fertility awareness accessible to all women, even if you don't have regular cycles or sleeping patterns. So track your ovulation in real time with the temp drop. And we are lucky enough to have a 15% off code. So if you go to their website, they're usually having a sale, but you can stack this code on top of the existing code. So just go to tempdrop.thehasociety.com and use the code AFHA Society. I think too, if you just go to tempdrop.com and, and use um, AFHA Society at the checkout, that will work too. So happy temping.
and good luck. This episode is brought to you by Grassland Nutrition Beef Liver Capsules. Did you know that in terms of nutrient density, beef liver actually blows vegetables and fruits out of the water? If you're a client of mine, you have already been instructed to eat beef liver either fresh or in capsule form. I recommend it for anyone and everyone who is, of course, dealing with amenorrhea and fertility challenges out there, but I may even recommend it for just everyone in general. Get your husbands on it. Get your partners on it. If you have a history of HA and add on top of that, maybe a history of the pill, maybe you've been pregnant before, you know, through treatments or other... Like you've just, your body's been through anything, you know, you're absolutely 100% dealing with a nutrient deficiency of some kind. And while it's true that testing is going to be the best way to understand those exact deficiencies, eating nutrient dense real food is going to be one of the most important next steps that you take with or without testing. So I've been using and recommending Grassland Nutrition Beef Liver Capsules for years now. And the capsule form makes it so easy to get your liver in every day. And I appreciate the transparency of this product in particular above others. So in case you're wondering, it's completely natural. This is freeze-dried beef liver in capsules. It's organic. It's made from Australian beef and my favorite of their products is the liver with kelp because of the iodine from the kelp which is important for overall thyroid function which is often low in women with underperforming hormones so rather than eat seaweed snacks every day i get to take this beef liver with the kelp for my iodine so if you're recovering or working on a fertility journey right now do not skimp the nutrient rich source of beef liver get 10% off your order with the HA Society and support your favorite podcast along the way they ship to most countries so you should be covered just go to grasslandnutrition.net and use HA Society just HA Society at the checkout for the 10% off that's grasslandnutrition.net with the code HA Society Thank you so much for listening today, guys. Please subscribe to the podcast. And if you could head to iTunes specifically and leave a rating or review, that would help so much because it makes it easier for other people with HA who are Googling around to find the podcast really easily. So if you do that, you're doing a service to all of the women.